88.5 JFM, the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Steven. Thanks so much for hanging out with me this morning. You know I like to get your day started off on the right foot. A little inspiring quote, something to encourage you, to keep you moving forward. And today, it's a great one. It's from Brene Brown. She said this, Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. (laughs) Wow, think about that for a second. So the way that I interpret this particular quote, it's that those things that are unfamiliar to us, those things that we might even be fearful of because we just don't know enough about them. If we explore them, we're going to see just, you know, how well we can handle that thing because we are equipped. We are empowered to handle whatever comes our way. And so, yeah, success comes with braving the unknown. But as you start to brave it, you figure out, hey, I've got this. You know why? Because God has given me everything I need to get through it. So think of it that way. I want to read it one more time. Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Yeah, that's right. Think about that today. That should spur you on. All right. I've got a lot of great music headed your way. A lot of fun stuff to talk about. And, of course, the car line competition coming up at 7 o'clock. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with me. Now, let's play you some great music. Tasha Layton, love lifting me right now on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Remember, you can stream us online at 885JFM.com. Just click that On Now button. great life tip today. Everywhere you go, spread positivity. Compliment people. Boost people up. Tell them how amazing they are. You'd be surprised at how good you would feel by doing that. When's the last time you heard a really good jingle for food? Uh, For example, I like bread and butter. I like toast and jam. I like simple, easy things, and that's why I like spam. (laughs) When's the last time you heard something that was catchy, that kind of captured the essence of the food? Well, let me tell you, um, there's one song that just stands out above all others when it comes to food jingles, and I'm going to share it with you coming up here on the show, plus maybe a couple other, and a big announcement that might be giving it a little bit of a twist. And turn this thing around. You're watching TV, and all of a sudden, you hear this really catchy jingle. And it's about something that you already like. And then it gets stuck in your head. And then you're thinking about it more throughout the day because that little earworm just won't leave you alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, these marketing agencies, they know what they're doing when they do these little jingles. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if you remember any of them. Yeah? Well, here's one from years gone by from Burger King. I don't remember if you, um, I don't know if you remember this, but here, let's see what you think about this. Do, do you remember this song? Have it your way, have it your way, have it your way at Burger King. May I help you, sir? Two Whoppers, two Whopper Juniors, and four Coca-Cola. And would I have to wait long if you made one Whopper with no pickle and no lettuce? No, sir. Hold the pickle, hold the lettuce. Special orders don't upset us. All we ask is that you let us serve it your way. Oh, 
So have it your way. Yeah, that's their big slogan, right? At Burger King. Maybe you don't remember that one, but I can almost guarantee that you you probably remember this one. To all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. It's your McDonald's Big Mac. You've got to taste it to believe it, you know what I mean? To all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Yep, that's right. To all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame seed bun. And that's the Big Mac. That's what McDonald's is known for. It's the double-decker sandwich, right? Well, guess what? They're giving it a little bit of a twist. In fact, they've already done this, causing somewhat of an uproar over in the UK. You remember how, like, the was it the Popeye's chicken sandwich took over uh, the entire nation here? Yeah, well, um, you see, McDonald's, they're doing something a little extra special with their Big Mac. Yeah, this. The Chicken Big Mac. Special sauce with a very special guest. You know what? It's sold out in the UK. They tried it earlier this year, and I'm telling you, with within just 10 days, it was sold out across the UK. So they thought, this was so popular. We're going to do it again, but this time we're going to expand it. It's not just going to be in the UK. We're going to try this in the US as well. So uh, yeah, right now, the word is they are going to do this at least in Miami to start off with. But here's hoping that they will go ahead and uh, let us all have a little taste of this. Let us all judge if these two crispy chicken patties are better than the all-beef patties that are usually there. I just wonder what it's going to taste like, you know? But around here, if I if I could just guess, it's going to take off. I mean, this is the South. We love everything fried. So two fried crispy chicken patties instead of the all-beef patties? On the Big Mac? Mm, I think it's a winner already. I just got to taste it, though. So I'm hoping they bring it our way. <laughs> Kaya Aragon is nine years old. She lives in Colorado. But let me tell you, she is an up-and-coming fashion designer. Ever since her mom taught her how to sew back in 2021, Kaya has taken off. I mean, like crazy. This girl says, you know what? I was so tired of having clothes that were so stiff, especially those princess dresses that they have, you know, in the kids section at the store. They're always so stiff. They're just not comfortable. And now, because I know how to sew, I make those dresses myself with much more comfortable material, soft material. So I don't have to change between a tea party and riding my scooter. (laughs) (laughs) So necessity is the mother of invention. And this mom is so glad that she taught her daughter how to sew. Now, keep this in mind. She's nine years old, but she's been rocking every one of her designs on TikTok. Mom is very supportive. And so she shares these videos all the time of Kaya showing off what she's made. And it's so funny because it's caught the eye of an iconic fashion designer. We're talking about Vera Wang. Yeah, she saw the posts, even left a comment that she loves this little girl's work. And went a step further, went ahead and sent her a new sewing machine and a purple backpack. <laughs> and is so supportive of Kaya as well. Now keep in mind, nine years old and really catching the eye of some amazing people, the higher ups, the important people in fashion, which is one of those industries that's really hard to break into. So the moral of this story is we all have gifts. We have abilities, we have talents. And you know what? If we use them and people find out about them, you never know. 
Vera Wang might be contacting you or whoever it is that is the higher up and whatever it is that you are really interested in. It's cool stuff. So my thing is you're never too young. You just do your thing. You rock it and you let the world see it and find out what happens. Because I think you're going to be pretty amazed. You bring a lot of value to the table, no matter how young you are. Hey, stick around. We're going to have some fun with the car line competition coming up after this. It's Vertical Worship with Yes, I Will. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn. That's how we start this car line competition. Your opportunity to win two gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery by answering a trivia question over the phone. I'll ask the question, give you the cue to call, and then when you win, I'll get to ask you, who are you going to give your second gift card to? Because we want to make your day better and then help you to make somebody else's day better. So it's a win-win. You know what I mean? So I guess we better get started with this thing. Got a lot of kids in the car right now waiting to go to school and uh, about to get out of that car. Maybe they can answer this one for me first. What are animals that have a backbone called? Are they vertebrates or invertebrates? 256-505-0885. I already got a call. My goodness. I got one. Hey, tell you what. I'll be right back right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Stick around. So I got this question. The car line competition question. It could land you a couple of gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery. And here is that question. We're sticking with this one. What are animals that have a backbone called? Are they called vertebrates or invertebrates? Call me up. Let me know. 256-505-0885. Oh, my goodness. I got a call already. I'm going to capture that call. All right. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song, and I'll get you answers. See if we can get you a couple gift cards. Here's Matt Marr. Run to the Father right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Addie. Addie Mitchell. What you doing, girl? Headed to school. Headed to school. Okay. What are you looking forward to about school today? Hanging out with my friends. <laughs> that is always fun. Well, let's see if we can help you have a little more fun this morning. I got this question here, and it goes back to science. It's whether you have a backbone or you don't have a backbone. So let me just ask you, then you can answer it and win some gift cards. What are animals that have a backbone called? Are they invertebrates or vertebrates? Vertebrates. I need to make sure that's the right answer, so guess what? I'm going to ask a friend. It's my daughter, Grace. Okay, Grace, I want you to help us out real quick. So, I've got this answer for the car line competition, but I just want to make sure that it's correct. So, could you tell us, animals with a backbone, are they called vertebrates or invertebrates? Vertebrates. Thank you for your help, darling. I hope you have a wonderful day at school. Thank you. Congratulations. You're right. You just won two gift cards. What do you think about that? I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. Now, this is why I'm excited. I get to ask you, who are you going to give your second gift card to? Somebody who means a whole lot to you. Can I give both of them away? You can, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give one to Mackenzie and give one to Bella. Uh, tell me something special about Mackenzie and then Bella. Um. I met Kenzie at uh, my new school. Yeah. Really nice. And Bella, I've known her for a long time. Awesome. Now, you mentioned a new school. Where are you going to school at now? Kusa Christian. Kusa Christian. Are you liking it? Yes, sir. Awesome. Glad to hear it. All right. Thanks for sharing the love on the radio. I'll get these gift cards sent your way, okay? Okay. All right. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.
Addie Mitchell, thanks again for calling me up this morning. So glad you're having a great time at your new school down in Cusa Christian. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Hey, I've got another question here. We just did science, so I guess we better move on to math. Yeah, it's kind of a word question, but um, here we go. What is the difference between 17 and 12? Is it 3, 4, 5, or 6? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, in these math word problems, you have to remember what terms mean. And this one, the operative word is difference. So what is the difference between 17 and 12? Is it 3, 4, 5, or 6? The number to call is 256-505-0885. Give me that right answer and win a couple gift cards Waiting on your call right now. In the meantime, need to breathe. I am yours. Yeah. So, all right, just a quick tip. To find the difference, subtract 12 from 17. Is that 3, 4, 5, or 6? 256 505 885. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Montgomery Hodges. What you up to today? Um, heading to school. Well, there's got to be something you're looking forward to about school today. What is it? Mm, football practice. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Sounds like fun. What position do you play? I'm just helping out with the team because I'm not old enough to play yet. Oh, I got you. So you're like running water out to them and helping them with whatever they need help with, huh? Exactly. Cool. Okay. Well, you know, every team needs that. So I'm glad you're a part of it. It gets you used to the whole sideline experience. Are you enjoying it so far? Yes, sir. All right. Awesome. All right. Let's do this thing. I got a question for you. Hmm. What's the difference between 17 and 12? Is it three, four, five, or six? Five. That's exactly right. Congratulations to you. Now, you got to tell me, did you have to use your hand to figure that one out? No, sir. Oh, you didn't have to count on your fingers? I had to count on my fingers. You're pretty smart. Hey, tell you what. I want you to tell me who you're going to give your extra gift card to. Somebody who means a whole lot to you. I would like to give them both away. Oh, both of them. To who? To my football coach, Coach Arlo, and then my principal, Coach Cheek. Oh, very cool. Awesome. So tell me something special about each one of those. They're both really nice and helpful. Coach Sheets has done a lot of great stuff for the school. Coach Arla, he is the head, and he really helps um, the team a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for sharing the love on the radio. I am going to get these gift cards in the mail to you, Montgomery Hodges. I hope you have a wonderful day at school today. Hey, let me grab your address real quick, okay? Yeah, Montgomery, I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing because teams do need that. And plus, I mean, that sideline experience is so cool. Let me give you a little secret. Okay, so before I came to radio, I used to work in television. And I worked at Channel 31, I worked at Channel 48 in Huntsville. And at both places, guess what they'd send me out to do? Friday night football games. It was like all hands on deck. Every videographer was to be going out to a high school, shooting some highlights of the football game. And it was a magical experience being on the sideline, all these different stadiums. It's definitely a different perspective than you're used to seeing from the stands. So you're getting to see something a little extra special there. Keep it up. And I know you're going to make a great addition to that team actually playing a little later on as you get a little older. So that's cool stuff. Hey, thanks again for calling me. All right, coming up here in the next few minutes, I'm going to have another opportunity to win a couple gift cards. So I don't know. Are you going to win? Well, let's find out. Stick around and get your phone ready.
That mercury's not moving too quick out there. It's a slow warm-up across North Alabama, but I'm not complaining. It's 71 degrees in Arab, 72 right now, and Boaz, 73 here in Gunnersville. And your forecast is brought to you by Green Contracting, LLC, making your dream home a reality. Their phone number is 256-302-0644. Your word of life today comes to you from Psalm 68, verse 19, in the New Living Translation of the Bible. Praise the Lord. Praise God, our Savior, for each day he carries us in his arms. You know what? He's strong. And I pointed that out in the video version of that word of life over on Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, and our TikTok channel. Yeah, you should go check it out. Maybe share it with somebody. We've also got it ready for you in picture form on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hey, it's at the top of our website as well, 885JFM.com. And of course, that's a place to go to listen to us whenever you're away from your radio or outside of our listening area. It's real easy. Click that on now button, press play. And you're good to go. We got Joel Modest listening to us. He used to live in Huntsville. Now he's down in Palm Coast, Florida. But he, he took us along for the ride. So thank you, Joel, for making us part of your morning every morning. Plus, Alberville, Gunnersville, and Arab right here in North Alabama are listening. And I see you listening to us all the way over in Helsinki, Finland. Thanks for making us part of your day. You know what? We're in the middle of this car line competition, and it's so much fun. I think we just need to keep it going. So I got another question here. Now, a big thank you to everybody who's called in this morning. We had, wow, Addie Mitchell call in. We had Montgomery Hodges call in. Yeah, so are you going to be the next caller? Are you going to answer a question and win some gift cards? Well, I guess we better find out, right? I've got to ask the question first. All right, so we're going to go. We did science. We did math. Now we're going to go to art. Ready for this? Which artist is famous for painting sunflowers. Is it Claude Monet, Leonardo da Vinci, Pablo Picasso, or Vincent van Gogh? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Hey, and if you don't know the answer to this, well, Google is your helper. There's no shame in asking Google or Siri or Alexa or whoever it is you ask. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, I can even get you to the right answer. I'm your phone a friend. So the number to call is 256-505-0885. Again, the question is this. What artist is famous for painting sunflowers? Is it Claude Monet, Leonardo da Vinci, Pablo Picasso, or Vincent van Gogh? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. I'm waiting on your call right now. In the meantime, I got some great music. It's Crowder within the house right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Ooh, I got a caller. I'm going to capture that call. I just got off the phone with one of the most sophisticated preschoolers I've ever met in my life. A purveyor of fine art. Yeah, and you're going to hear from this caller coming up. You've got to hear it. It is so cute. So stick around for that, okay? This is Pastor Gary Kraft with your Drive Time Devotion. I heard a joke about a man who had been bitten by a dog. He went to a doctor to get tested for rabies. The test was positive. The man immediately began writing on a piece of paper. The doctor thought he was writing his last will and testament and explained he wasn't going to die. They had a treatment. The man replied, I'm not writing my will. I'm making a list of all the people I want to bite. Wow. Many of you have fought battles with disease and you know people that you love that have died from serious illnesses. But the most deadly disease of all is sin that can destroy forever. This spiritual disease also infects attitudes, destroys relationships, steals peace and joy, and twists love with selfish pride. 
One destructive form of this disease is unforgiveness. I've seen families ripped apart and friendships poisoned by unwillingness to forgive. Pride keeps one from asking for forgiveness and the other from offering it. Most of us would like to put limits on forgiveness, but Jesus will have none of that. He's the one who prayed from a cross for those who nailed him there. Forgive them. We are called to carry our cross also, and that includes letting go of offenses and leaving retribution to God. You may think unforgiveness doesn't affect anyone but you, but you're wrong. Tear up the list of the people you want to share rabies with today. Ask God to heal your heart. Set those free who've wronged you, and you'll be inviting the same grace from others that you have offered to them. Let's pray. Father, I struggle to forgive and forget when I've been wronged, but you forgave me. Help me walk in humility and extend the same grace to others that you've given me. In Jesus' name, amen. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Morning. Hey, how are you? All right, what's your name? Eli. Eli. Eli, what you doing today? I'm free K. Free K. All right, I know you're going to have a great day today. But I've got a question for you. Now, I can tell in pre-K that you are an admirer of fine art. And so you're going to know the answer to this question because, hey, these are such pretty pictures. So, which artist is famous for painting sunflowers? Is it Claude Monet, Leonardo da Vinci, Pablo Picasso, or Vincent van Gogh? Oh my goodness, you are right. Congratulations. <laughs> you just won two gift cards. What do you think about that? <laughs> Yay! I love it. I love it. <laughs> so here's the part I love. So I'm giving you two gift cards, one to keep, one to give away. I want to know, who are you going to give your extra gift card to? I'm going to give both of them away. Really? Wow, do you have a couple of special people in your life you could tell me about? Tell me something awesome about them. My teachers. Your two teachers, what are their names? Stephanie and Miss Morgan. Awesome, are they good teachers? Yeah. I'm so glad you have good teachers. Thank you so much for calling me this morning. I love talking with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me talk to mom real quick. I'll grab that address, okay? Okay. Hi, Steven. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> How did I know his name? This is not our first call in. That's right. That's right. I didn't know he was Steven. Well, you do now. That's me. Next time you can say hi, Mr. Steven. Yeah. That was cool. Eli, you just made my morning, bud. I hope you have a great day at pre-K today. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my goodness. All right. So let me let me gather myself <laughs> and let's ask that next question. Okay, here we go. I've got an opportunity for you to win a couple gift cards, one to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery, but you've got to know the answer to the question. So this one's fun. If you've ever been to Pigeon Forge, you ever been up into Gatlinburg, you might or might not know the answer to this, but there's one thing I always notice. It's the water. It's uh, the water that's running through Gatlinburg, right? But did you know a little something about the rivers there? Which river flows through Gatlinburg? Is it Big River, Little River, Red River, or Blue River? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Again, the question, which river flows through Gatlinburg, Tennessee? 
Is it Big River, Little River, Red River, or Blue River? I've got an answer. I've got a caller right now. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this uh, this break, actually. And we'll come back and get your answer, okay? So stick around right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM. You can never have too much fun, right? I mean, come on. Giving away gift cards to people because I just want to make their day a little bit better. Yeah, and then not only one gift card, but two gift cards so you can make somebody else's day better as well. It's like paying it forward. I call it a win-win, and I love that you call in. I really do. Tell you what, I've got an answer to this last car line competition question. You want to hear it and then maybe get a chance to win for yourself? Well, if so, (laughs) here you go. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Honey? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for what you do. Oh, thank you for listening. What's your name? Absolutely. Donna. Donna. All right, Donna. Uh, when's the last time you went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee? Um, it's been several years ago. Yeah? Did you have a good time, though? Absolutely. Always. <laughs> it's one of the coolest things, the water that runs through Gatlinburg. I think it's just so pretty, but it's got a name. And I wonder if you know the answer. Which river flows through Gatlinburg, Tennessee? Is it a big river? Little River, Red River, or Blue River? Little River. Oh, you got it. You got it. Little River is it. Yep. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) But yep, it's Little River. All three Little River forks draw waters from four mountains of 6,000 feet in height. This is one of those things I had to look up because I didn't know the name of it, but you know, I'm learning something new every day here for the car line competition. (laughs) All right. All right, Donna. Well, you're getting two gift cards today. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery. And, uh, I need to know who you're going to give your extra gift card to. Um, I got a coworker at Big City. Um, he just goes above and beyond, um, things that you ask for and um i just feel like giving them a treat awesome that sounds great well donna i hope you have a great day and i'll talk with you soon okay. I'll, I'll get these in the mail to you okay all right thank you all right thank you bye you, have a blessed day, you too all right mm, bye. bye that co-worker is going to get a, a treat for sure i mean come on a couple of cookies or cupcakes from albertville home bakery or something from gunnersville chick-fil-a I mean, who wouldn't love something like that, right? Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, and thank you, Donna, for doing what you do as well, keeping us all fed, working there at at the Food City. That's big. Hey, I went in there. That place is awesome. All right. Hey, tell you what. I've got another question for you. Now, I've got this thing here, and I'm wondering if you might know the answer to it. I imagine you will, but I've just got to ask the question anyway. So here's your opportunity to win a couple gift cards. Who wrote the story, The Way Back Home? Was it Oliver Jeffers, Judith Kerr, Jill Murphy, or Eric Carl? 256-505-0885. For you literary geniuses out there, those of you who love reading, who wrote the story The Way Back Home? Was it Oliver Jeffers, Judith Kerr, Jill Murphy, or Eric Carl? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. Waiting on your call right now. In the meantime, I got some Corey Asbury here with Egypt. It's a very small piece of material in this huge ocean. Yeah, it's something none of us want to happen. But sometimes, let's just be honest, uh, we forget to take certain things off before we go swimming. Mm-hmm. And those little pieces of whatever they are, uh, they can get lost in a hurry. Now, what am I talking about here? Am I talking about sunglasses? No, those things, you know, you can go to Dollar General and get another pair. But 
for those priceless family heirlooms, such as, I don't know, your great-grandmother's diamond wedding ring. Yeah, you can imagine um, when you figure out that that thing is missing off your finger and you are waist-deep in the ocean. Uh, you go into panic mode. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is uh, quite the search as well because they didn't find it that day. But they were frantic. They needed help. They put the call out on social media. And a lot of people responded. But the question is, did they ever find this ring? Well, I'm going to leave you in a little bit of suspense. Just think about it. Have you ever been swimming before and you lost something? You know what it feels like, right? I've lost a pair of prescription sunglasses before. I'm like, that was not smart on my part. I never, I'm never going to do that again. That kind of thing, you know? But... You know, every now and then, it, something happens, something out of the blue, and everything is made a-okay. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you the story of one lady who was frantic. I mean, she thought she had lost this family heirloom. But there's some amazing people who stepped up. I'm going to tell you all about it coming up here at the top of the hour. So stick around and we'll get into it, okay? In the meantime, hey, I've still got this car line competition going and nobody answered that last question. I'm going to ask it one more time for good measure before the top of the hour. So here we go. Here's your chance to win a couple gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery. Who wrote the story, The Way Back Home? Was it Oliver Jeffers, Judith Kerr, Jill Murphy, or Eric Carl? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. And in the meantime, while I'm waiting on that call, Tarn Wells and Known right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. And hopefully just a little more fun. I love hearing from you as part of the reason why we do the car line competition because we want to give you something. We want to make your day better and we want to hear a little bit from you. And that's one of the biggest takeaways for me is when I give away the gift cards, I ask you to share some love with somebody here on the radio. And you do. And it just makes my heart happy because I get to hear about mom or I get to hear about that special teacher or I don't know, maybe the SRO, that school resource officer, like uh, Officer Nugget, <laughs> who just makes life better for so many kids. And um, you know what? I get to learn a little bit more about you, especially the more you call. So uh, yeah, I got a call this morning from somebody we've heard from before and got to learn just a little bit more about his family. And we're all going to learn a little bit. So here, take a listen. 88.5 JFM, good morning. Hey, it's Charles, how are you? Charles, I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good. Hey, are you a literary genius? Do you like reading books? Well, my main books I used to read was Stephen King, so... Oh, you know... I haven't really been reading anything except the Bible in quite a long time now. Okay, I got you. Here, here's a little a, a little tidbit for you. So, if we were to live in a culture where the man takes the, the woman's last name, my name would actually be Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married into that King family, so yeah. Uh, anyway, hey, I wonder if you know the answer to my question. Who wrote the story, The Way Back Home? Is it Oliver Jeffers, Judith Kerr, Jill Murphy, or Eric Carl? I'm going to go with the first one you said. Oliver. Yeah, and how did you come up with that particular answer? I mean, just gut feeling or what? Because it's one I've never really heard of. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, your intuition just got you a couple gift cards, dude. Congratulations, you got it right. <laughs> oh, and I know 
that you love sharing the love with a lot of people. And um, I think we've heard of maybe two or three of your seven kids, but there's one or two we haven't heard of yet. So you want to share some love with one of them today? Uh, let me see. Which ones have I not talked about? <laughs> well, well but, I mean, there's so many. We've got, let's see. I don't know which one I've never talked about. Well, let's just list them all. Well, there's David. He's not really around much. He's in Kentucky and he just, he does not like family at all. <laughs> so he stays away. He's actually into drugs real bad. Oh, no. No matter what you do, you can't help him. Wow. He don't want help. I mean, he thinks that's the life he's supposed to have. Goodness. Um, and then Shannon, she's my ex, I guess you call her ex-stepdaughter. Yeah. I don't know how you rephrase that. Right. Um, she's a mommy of four now. I started raising her when she was two. Wow. Then there is Angela, which is my biological daughter. Yeah. And then the four that I am with the lady now, Chrissy, and we have raised four together, which is Shanda, the one with the four babies here in Alabama. Yeah. Isaac the one who works with me at Sand Mountain Pass, cool. Zach, the one who left Sand Mountain Pass, and he's now working construction. He's in Georgia now. He left again already. Okay. I think I didn't miss that. Oh, in Dakota. He's actually at Sneed College right now. Awesome. I just dropped him off this morning. <laughs> uh, what's he studying at Sneed? Uh, he started yesterday, and oh. right now he's still up in the air. He's just going. <laughs> just getting those basics out of the way. That's smart. That's good stuff. He does that, and he works at McDonald's, so he goes home as soon as he gets off of school and goes to work, and I told him, welcome to the world. Yeah. Yeah, we always hear that when we're about to come out of high school. You're about to get a taste of the real world, and then it hits. It's like, no, I want to yeah. be young again. Yeah, yeah, he'll get that check, and he'll be like, that's all I made. <laughs> good things are still to come. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, Charles, it's always fun talking with you, man. Thank you so much for sharing the love and telling us a little bit about your family this morning. And we'll be praying for that son of yours over in Kentucky. Yeah, I've not really seen nor heard from him, and Plus, for four years. Yeah. I got you. Let's see. I'm trying to think last time. It was, uh, yeah, it's been about two, two and a half years. I mean, I still ask about him, and his sister will tell me she don't even talk to him. He's got, Shannon is his full sister, and she lives right by him, her, her and Angela, and um, I'll ask her how he's doing, and she'll say, last she heard he's doing good, but, you know, he's still doing stupid stuff. Because she quit talking to him, you know, because she's got her own kids she has to deal with, and she's not going to lose them for him. And, yeah. You know, I don't blame her. I got you. I got you. Life is complicated sometimes, but you know what? It, it seems like sometimes things just work out for the best, and that's what we're going to believe in this case. Yeah, yeah. That's all we can do, you know, is just pray, and it's going to go how God sees it fit to work out. That's right. That's right. Well, thanks, Charles. I'll get these in the mail to you. Yes, sir. God bless you, and you have a great day. All right. God bless you. Bye. Talk to you later, brother. All right. See ya. Hey, everybody. Can we do something real quick? Can we just go ahead and pray for David? Yep, that son over Kentucky of Charles. You know, sometimes things happen, and we make bad decisions and bad choices, and we end up, you know, in a really bad spot. And sometimes we're oblivious to the fact that we're even in a bad spot. 
We just think it's normal. We get so comfortable with it. We don't realize how toxic it is. So let's join our faith together. Let's pray real quick for David. All right, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, right now we lift up David to you. And we thank you, Father, for an amazing dad who, who loves him. Uh, thank you for Charles and for Charles telling us about him this morning so we could pray for him. Father, we ask that you would put people in David's path that will bless him, that he can bless. And Father, I ask that you'll do a work in his heart, that you'll draw him unto yourself, that you'll let him see that you are better than any substance could ever be. Father, and please put people in his path that will help get him on the right track, Father, for, for success, for his future. And that he'll come back around and he'll be around family again. And he'll be just a, a different person altogether because you've done a huge work in his heart. And we ask you for it right now. What the enemy has meant for evil, God, we ask you to turn around and make it for his good. In Jesus' name. And for every person joining their faith with mine right now, they have a a loved one, a family member, or a friend dealing with substance uh, addiction, substance abuse. Father, I ask you right now, work on their behalf. Put people in their path that will help them. Father, let there be great benefits and, and great things happen in their life, Father, as you draw them to yourselves, to yourself. And, Father, help them to see you and to embrace you and to feel your love. And we thank you for it, Father. And help us as, as people who, who deal with those who are struggling with addictions, with hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Help us to share love, Father, with them. And not to judge, but, Father, to, to love them through it. And we thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you for sharing your faith. Thank you for for joining your faith. And, you know, I've seen God work miracles through our prayers on the radio. And I know he's working right now in David's heart. And uh, thank you for doing that, for asking God to do that work. All right. More great music headed your way. And I've got that story about the, uh, the lost wedding ring yeah the great grandma's lost wedding ring so uh stick around you're gonna love that one okay here's big daddy weave this is what we live for and i said it's gone it's gone yeah what's gone well let me tell you it is a family heirloom it is her great grandmother's wedding ring and yeah she forgot to take it off before she went to the beach and you can guess what happened but did she find it did she find that ring this one ring in this huge ocean. Uh, I've got an answer for that coming up. Who can bend my burdens and make them beautiful? In putting my hand out, I saw the ball just pop my finger, and I saw two rings just slide right off my finger and go into the water. In that moment, my heart sank. And it's a very small piece of material in this huge ocean. Yeah, her heart sank because the rings that came off of her finger belonged to her great-grandmother. They were family heirlooms passed down from generation to generation. And here she was with her husband, and they're playing football in waist-deep water there at the beach. And they're just throwing the ball back and forth. I mean, it was just an innocent mistake. Uh, The ball hit her finger and jarred, and off came the rings. And that was it. They spent about three hours after that happened trying to find that ring. But you know what? It wasn't happening. No, I say that ring because these two rings were soldered together as one unit. So, you know what? She was so distraught. She's like, there's no way I'm ever going to find this again. But I'm going to just go ahead and put the call out and ask people if they can help us look for it. 
because this is important to me. So she did. She went to social media and she said, hey, this is what happened. I wonder if we have anybody who has a metal detector who could maybe in your spare time go out there and look for it for us. We'd really appreciate it. And she didn't leave it at that either because both her and her husband went back out and tried to find it within that week many different times. They spent several hours on the beach and it's really cool because every time they went out there, they found somebody with a metal detector who had heard her story. Yeah, that one post hit about 3,000 people and so people were actively looking for this ring. Well, did anybody find it though? That's the hopes, right? Well, there's this one guy, his name is Lou and he is uh, one of these metal detector guys and he just felt compelled to stay on it until he found it. We're talking about, he spent around 15 hours on the beach over a few days. There's a lot of searching, right? Well, he was about ready to give it up, but something happened. I decided to go out deeper and uh, give it one last shot and I got ahead. I just started, you know, overwhelmed with emotion, crying, looked at my husband, said it was found, like, no way, we were just so pumped. Yeah, Francesca finally had her ring back because Lou was relentless in his search. He just felt compelled to help these people out. So he delivered it back to her. And you know what? (laughs) Francesca's husband got down on one knee and asked her again, will you marry me and use the ring? It was so cute. It was so much fun to see. But it's one of those things. It's like, you know, you forget sometimes to take that ring off. But there is a chance that you could lose it. I'm just glad there was a good ending to the story. And you know what? There's a lot of takeaway from this story that Francesca sees. It's pretty easy to look at the world and see all the bad. And when you peel things back, you see that, you know, we all just want to help each other out. I am going to never wear it in the ocean. Yeah, I'd say that's a good idea. Let's never wear it in the ocean again and all will be well. Francesca Teal, thank you for that story. That was amazing. And now from one Francesca to another, it's Francesca Battistelli with God is Good right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. I love hanging out with you. Third grade, I drew my dreams on a blank page. Picky eaters with very picky palates are very hard to feed because, hey, They only want chicken nuggets and french fries (laughs) and only ranch dressing. (laughs) My daughter, she still loves ranch dressing. You you ask her if she wants ketchup, mustard, or ranch, she'll say, I'm a ranch girl. Mm, She is. Tell you what, I'm going to give you a little tip. I've got a little expert here going to tell us how to get our kids to eat their meal and not just want that junk food all the time. Yeah, stick around. That's coming up next right after Citizen Way and Bulletproof. I used to live like I was under attack Dodging arrows from my past I had no hope for tomorrow It's like a never-ending struggle trying to get your little one to eat real food. Not just their favorite food, not just the snacks and the junk food, but we're talking about the good stuff, right? Because it's nutritious. They need this because, I mean, they're growing. And, you know, maybe it was that your kids' tastes changed just a little bit as those um, taste buds started to develop. I remember back when my daughter Grace was so young, she loved certain baby foods, right? And it was some healthy stuff. She loved the carrots. Oh, so good. She loved the green peas. 
Yeah, but as she got a little older, all of a sudden, nope, don't want that anymore. And so we're navigating what, what foods will she eat? And then, of course, you have the snacks. And she loves snacks. I think giving any child the choice between a snack or real food, they're going to choose the snack, right? In fact, sometimes your little one might hold out on eating a meal because they want the snack so bad. So how do you fix that problem? Well, I'm glad to tell you I found a little bit of a solution for us from an expert. Her name is Casey Barnes, and uh, she's got this really cool idea of how you can incorporate the snacks with the meal to make sure they eat what they need. Yeah, see what you think about this. Your toddler doesn't want to eat dinner. Why? I don't know. But 10 minutes later, what did they come back for? They want a snack. I have a solution for this, but it might seem a little out there. And I actually used to do this totally wrong with my son when he was a toddler. And when I fixed it, I eliminated our power struggles at dinner over him eating. You gotta try it. Here's the solution. Whatever they beg for at the pantry, that snack they really want, you offer a small portion of that food that they love along with their dinner. Snacks are more exciting. We can't change that. But when you bring the snack to the meal, now the meal's exciting. When this routine sets in, you will be shocked at how they go on to eat other foods at their meal. And they don't hold out on eating all together at dinner just so they can get a snack later because you brought the snack to the meal and now it's all part of the whole thing. Trust me. <laughs> I love this. So now keep in mind that using this strategy might take a little bit of time. Reading the comments underneath this video, there's some people who have tried it. One said, uh, do this and the almost two-year-old just eats the snack. And Crystal said, and then mine eats only the snack item and says her belly is full and still asks for more snacks later. <laughs> Kiffin Lee says, so my son, 18 months, throws all the food off his tray but the snack. Does it just take a while? And the answer is yes, it does take just a little while. <laughs> so try that strategy and see if it doesn't help with those power struggles during mealtime because they're just so draining, you know? It seems like every time you sit down to eat a meal, you're having to constantly be on your child to eat their food. But you'll get there, mom and dad. It's really a game we have to play. It's something we have to figure out how to balance, you know? But you'll get there. Yeah, it's fun. All right, more great music headed your way after your weather and word of life and a few words from our business and ministry impact partners. So stick around. Well, coming up here in the next few minutes, I'm going to share with you a little information from, I'm going to start calling him our correspondent in Palm Coast, Florida. Joe Modis called me up this morning just to chat a little bit, and I'm going to share a little bit of that conversation with you. It's some cool stuff, some differences and even some comparisons between uh, North Florida and North Alabama. So stick around for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know how you watch the nightly news and they'll say, well, we're going to be talking with this correspondent at the White House or this correspondent at the Pentagon or this correspondent in the UK. It's really cool, right? Because you bring those people in to tell you about things happening in those locations. Well, I'm glad to say we have our own correspondent, Palm Coast, Florida. His name is Joel Modis, and he called me up just a little while ago and uh, I'll tell you, had a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So I just want to play that conversation with you and um, see what you think about this. Some some comparisons to North Florida and North Alabama and then just some fun stuff all the way around. So here, take a listen. <laughs> Joel Mott is calling me up this morning. 
Hey, is this a good time to call? Yeah, it is. What's happening with you? Joel Modest from Palm Coast, Florida. Well, you know, you're always giving me a shout out. So I just, uh, of course, every time you do that, my face kind of gets red, even though I'm <laughs> working by my computer by myself. But it's kind of fun. I really enjoy it deep down, so can't keep that up. But I just thought I'd give you a call, see what's going on. Okay. Yeah, everything's going pretty well. Yeah. Well, I just got to tell you, um, I'm kind of batching it this week. My wife got blessed by being able to come back to Huntsville in our old neighborhood. Yeah? Um, yeah, you know, the story was we dog sat our neighbors last year, and they enjoyed what Karen did so much for their dogs that they're on vacation now. But they said they, they want nobody else but Karen to come back and dog sit, so they paid for her to come back to Huntsville. Wow. She got blessed by coming back to um, our old neighborhood and seeing her old friends and our old Bible study group and things like that. And so she's having a good time up in Huntsville, and I'm kind of batching it down here in palm coast so um, <laughs> hey wasn't josh kirby awesome yesterday i really enjoyed his little talk on his uh that youth event that's coming up yeah well, he's a hard act to follow i'll tell you he really is they do an amazing job down there at, at free life worship center in boaz and the fact that they're bringing in reggie dabs he is like a world-renowned speaker and i'm so glad he's coming oh. it's going to be huge Oh, you know, I actually, I've heard Reggie Dabbs years ago at some old Promise Keepers uh, events, mm-hmm. and he is just amazing. So I would encourage everybody to go to that event, if, even if you're not a youth, just go hear Reggie, because your life will be changed, that's for sure. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yes, sir. But I wanted to tell you some, some things that are a little bit different down here in Florida rather than in Alabama. Okay. Well, you know, last year, about this time, they had a new Whataburger uh Fast food went into South Huntsville, and boy, I am just all about Whataburger. <laughs> um, and but they don't have any uh, close down here. They got some up in Jacksonville, but that's a little ways. Yeah, and I'm really missing the Whataburger, so I'm kind of jealous of my wife <laughs> in Huntsville. She gets to <laughs> do the Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, but you know the barbecue down here is just not the same as it is in Northern Alabama. I gotta say, Northern Alabama wins hands down. Oh, yeah. It's funny. It's funny, too, because you would think a barbecue is something from the south. And technically, Florida is about the furthest south you can get here. So it would make sense that they would have better barbecue, but it's just not the case. <laughs> well, actually, a lot of people in this area have migrated from New York, New Jersey, oh. Pennsylvania. They're not really from here. Yeah. So they don't know what barbecue is all about. So <laughs> they they kind of tried. Yeah, I, I love them anyway. I tell you what, though, down around Tampa, see, I, I have family who grew up in the Tampa area, and so we would visit during the summers, and some of the best Cuban cuisine I've ever had in my life, especially just the Cuban sandwiches, down around Tampa, you can't beat it. It is so good. That is that so? I'll have to try that. We have to get some good friends down in that area, too. Yeah. We'll, I, we'll have to try that next time we go visiting. Oh, it's going to have the Swiss cheese on it and that, that particular Cuban spiced pork. Oh, it's so oh, good. Uh, hey, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Hey, but I'm going to tell you some of the things that are the same about northern Alabama and, and Florida. Okay. Well, both places you know, have alligators now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then um, both places, they have Bucky's truck stops. I don't know if you've ever been to a Bucky's truck stop or oh. not. I have. Those things are heavenly. They're huge. <laughs> yeah. They're just massive. 
I've never seen so many gas pumps in my life. Yeah. Bucky's truck stop. Or bathroom stalls. Those bathrooms are huge. And plus, I mean, they just come up with weird names for sandwiches, too. They have all the food, all the hot meals. They have like a rhino, uh, a rhino burrito and a, and a hippopotamus burrito. <laughs> they cover all the African animals with burritos. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And they've got like a, a, a beef jerky bar, like. Oh yeah, fifty flavors of beef jerky, and then they got the Bucky's chips and the Bucky's nuggets, and it's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. There's one going in uh, over in Madison, Texas, well, in Limestone County, over in uh, in Athens. So they got they got one going up there now too. I passed um, by that one not too long ago. It wasn't quite open yet, but they're coming along with it. Oh, oh that's good. That's going to be amazing when that thing opens. I think they got one down in Leeds as well, down by Birmingham. They do. Yep. But it's quite the rage these days. Well, anyway, I just wanted to give you a, a, um, a holler there, Stephen, and just uh, let, uh, just let you know I appreciate uh, all you guys do, and and uh, you know I, I appreciate you you praying for people, and like you just pray for my situation a few months back, and you know we got some really good results out of that. So just yeah. I know your listeners are joining in, and they're praying when you pray, and and uh, I tell you results happen. So I just want to thank you for that as well. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for listening, Joel. I mean, you could have picked up any other radio station there in North Florida, but you chose to stick with us. I really appreciate that. I tell you, there's there's no other station like JFM. I tell you what, I really appreciate what you guys do. So, hey, guys, have a blessed day. You guys take care. All right, you too. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. God bless you. Joel, thank you for those kind words. And I am so glad that you are our correspondent in Palm Coast, Florida. I love hearing from you, sir. And thank you for those comparisons. And I just love talking with our listeners, you know, and I love seeing where people listen to us from. Uh, Joel is on right now, of course, in Palm Coast, Florida. We've got Melissa down in Woodville, Texas. And I'd love to learn your name up in Louisville, Kentucky. Whoever you are listening to us on the stream right now, I'll tell you what, why don't you go to our website, 885JFM.com, and hit that contact bar there. Send me an email, or go under staff and find my name, Steven Spiegel, and send me a uh, an email that way. Let me know who you are, uh, what your name is, what do you do? I'd love to learn more about you. Also, over in Helsinki, Finland, I have been puzzled by who you are. I'd love to find out. Same thing goes for you. Go on over to our website, 885JFM.com. And right there on that main menu, go to the About Us section, come down to Staff, hit my name, and then uh, why don't you leave me a little uh, a little contact form there. Let me know who you are, what you do, why you listen to the station. I love learning more about our listeners. And I see everybody else there, too, listening here in North Alabama. Thank you for making us part of your day. I see you in Gunnersville and Arab, Albertville and Boaz. I'm telling you what, I just I love hanging out with you. I really do. And I'd love to hear from you. So anybody who wants to contact me, go on over to our website and get with me there. Again, if you go to 885JFM.com, on the main menu, go to the About Us section, go down to Staff, and then hit my name. And then at the bottom of that page is a contact form. I'd love to hear from you. And you know the phone line's always open. It's 256-505-0885. I'd love to hear from you. All right, more great music headed your way. Maddie Mullins, no hold on me. That's right now, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. The devil thought he had a hold of me He told so many lies that I believed 
Alexandra is a mom, and she says, I'm going to do things differently this year with back to school. Yeah, she's in the process of it right now. But let me tell you what's going through her mind. She says, in my house in the past, mornings have been a series of stressed out exclamations. While I try to navigate hectic, more like disastrous mornings with four sons under age seven, wake up. Come downstairs. Eat breakfast. Hurry up. Why do you have no underwear on? Stop tackling your brother while he's eating. With my husband heading to work before they get up and my career having been deemed the flexible work from home position, the mornings are all me and they are a lot. Mom, can you relate? Well, I'm going to tell you what she's doing a little bit differently this year to make it a little less stressful. So stick around and I'll tell you. Right after Matthew West and the God who stays right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM. If I were you, I would have given up on me by now. For some of us, just having the thought of having four kids under the age of seven to get ready in the morning for school is just overwhelming because, I mean, myself, I only have one. It's stressful enough, but four? And then there are some of you that's like, four? That's a breeze. I got six kids, or I got seven kids. Oh, more power to you. I don't see how you do it. But let me tell you about Alexandra. Alexandra said she has had it. She's done with all the stressful mornings and the other routines that revolve around school. She's done with it. So she's come up with some solutions, some ways to make it a little more smooth. And I wanted to pass them along to you. Now, she's a contributor over at ScaryMommy.com. I find a lot of really good articles over there, by the way. But she says these three things she's going to start doing a little more of. And it's something she's implementing now. And it's not something that you have to do all at once, but something you can work toward. Okay. So number one is a cubby system that they actually use. Yeah, she says, how many drop zones, entryway tables, cubby holes, and other furniture systems have I made? Too many. But this year, I sat down to consider how we really use ours and how we can make our space work for our needs before school and after drop-off. See, the first problem with past attempts was that they were often too high, with our built-in drop zone near the garage door clearly meant for adults. So this year, there's a child-sized locker or cubby system right near the front door. I now have a photo and name of each child on their dedicated cubby. (laughs) And they hold backpacks, finished artwork, jackets, lunch boxes, and water bottles. Separately, I made three hanging wire bins near the kitchen for kids to drop papers they think I need to see or homework that needs to be completed that night. Theoretically, and that's a big theoretically, this will help prevent papers from getting lost in the shuffle and prevent backpacks from being strewn about the front porch, living room, and more. We will see. She says it's a work in progress. The second is buffer time with a fake bus arrival. And honestly, I think this is genius myself. She says, our bus comes at 844. My kids think that this year the bus comes at 834. That's because I'm determined to build buffer time into our schedule in the morning for someone to literally pee their pants standing at the bus stop, forget to brush their teeth, or remember that it's show and tell that day. All those are true stories. So now I'm fine with them thinking the bus is always a bit behind so they can be just a bit ahead. That's genius. And then third, one and only one breakfast. She says, since my husband leaves early for work, he pitches in before he leaves by setting up breakfast and scrambles me some eggs, so I'll keep him. 
Sometimes this leads to kids sitting down to eat as they come downstairs. Sometimes it leads to catastrophes, like trying to pour cereal back in the box to get a different kind, fighting over who gets milk versus juice, and other morning shenanigans. This year, by increasing my kids' voice and choice in the matter, they are making their own breakfasts and just once. Remaking meals has been the source of major stress and set us back significantly time-wise. Now, I'm using a little inspiration from a TikTok momfluencer. Her name is Shannon Doherty. She does a self-serve breakfast station. And yeah, that's pretty cool. This mom says, I plan on opting out of breakfast making aside from helping them ensure they're getting multiple food groups in each morning. So what do you think about that? Those three ways of trying to make the morning a little more smooth. Tell you what, I'm going to make it easy for you to find this. I'm going to put it up on our 88.5 JFM's uh, Facebook group. It's the Coming Together. So 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. You can go there and find it. I'm about to post it right now. But I thought, you know, this is so relatable because mornings are a point of stress for so many people. So anything to make it a little smoother goes a long way. And I'm happy to to share this with you because that's what we're all about here at 88.5 JFM is making your day better. And that means making your mornings smoother. (laughs) So I'm posting it right now over on our 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. In fact, I just posted it. So go check it out. All right. And that is a group you can belong to. Just, uh, yeah, come on in and make yourself at home. If you press the button to request access, give me a minute to to let you in, but I will let you in and you can have a look at all the resources we made available there. You know, this started with the pandemic, but it's turned into so much more because we're able to pass along some really good resources like those dorm room essentials that your kid needs to give them a successful start. I shared that yesterday. And today, the three things to do differently in the mornings. And then other stuff like food access resources for those people who are food insecure right now, don't know where the next meal is going to come from. Uh, We've got some help, some resources for you right there. So go check it out. Again, that's 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. One last question before I let you go for the day, and that is this. How do you approach things that you're not familiar with? Uh, Probably with a little bit of caution, right? Yeah, like for instance, um, say there uh, there was a dark room and you opened the door but you couldn't turn on the lights. The, the, the electricity wasn't working, so there was, there was no light to be found. Well, how would you approach that? Would you be a little scared to enter the room not knowing what was right in front of you? I mean, you might trip on something, right? <laughs> you know what? The cool thing about us is that we have a light built in. Mm-hmm. That's Jesus on the inside of us. And so I want to kind of equivocate the whole dark thing to being something we're not familiar with. Yeah. So Brene Brown said this, and it's the quote I want to leave you with today. She said, only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Yeah. You know, we're going to walk into some pretty dark spaces. We're going to walk into some things that we're not comfortable with, that we're not familiar with. But God gives us the light on the inside to show us which way we need to go and how to keep moving forward. And so you got to trust in that light got to trust in his ability to give you everything that you need and know that he is on your side. He's got your back. So I just wanted to encourage you today. Maybe you're facing something. You don't know how it's going to turn out because you've never faced this thing before. Well, let me tell you, as you face it, you're going to find out that you are more than equipped to handle that situation. And for the stuff you feel ill-equipped to handle, 
That's when you lean on God and you ask him for his help. <laughs> and you never know what kind of support he's going to give you, what kind of people he'll put in your path to help you through it. So be open to it. Be open to help as you're dealing with that dark spot, that unfamiliar spot, okay? And that'll help you. It'll go a long way. All right, have the best day ever, and I'll catch you right back here tomorrow from 6 to 10 for another Lifeline Morning Show. And we'll have the car line competition and just a whole lot of fun. I love hanging out with you, so I'll see you then. All right, but keep it locked in here at 88.5 JFM. we got plenty of people going to be on the mic talking with you about life, giving you some inspiration, some encouragement to help you keep moving forward, to let you know you're not alone. We're all in this thing together, and life is so much better when we do it together. All right, it's Joel Vaughn to close out the show and already done. You know he's from Gunnersville. Yeah, he grew up here. <laughs> All right, hope you enjoy this. I'll see you tomorrow. You got your hopes up, but won't let your guard down. I know you trust him, and I know it's hard to walk it out. But-